0: Max, the one to watch for the best in entertainment, now has live sports with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on. I
1: Five, four, me. Three, two, I one
0: go. Stream hundreds
1: of select live games from MLB, That's gonna go. Go! NBA, NHL, U.S. Soccer, and NCAA Men's Mark saw! Him.
0: And it's all included for a limited time with any Max subscription. He got it. After the promo period, add it for $9.99 a month. Base subscription required
1: Fem, hello lovely listeners um i want to remind you guys if you aren't doing so already hop onto social media follow us at femregard on instagram we're on twitter we're on facebook and not necessarily new but improved youtube so make sure you're subscribing
2: yes um Make sure you're subscribing so you can listen to the lovely guests that we have on the show, like today's guest, Miss Isabella Ten. Okay, boop, boop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, A lot how of there? <laughs> 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 Thank you.
2: She came all the way from New York, guys, just to be on our show, just just for us, right? Yes. yes. we're very excited you're not doing any cool projects you're not no no this is the only thing i'm
1: here for (laughs) exactly
2: (laughs) absolutely no we're so excited she is a cinematographer director photographer creative director executive creative director hello let's get that title straight thank you (laughs) rebel motion which i'm so excited to hear about and she's like from malaysia or
0: technically te- from Malaysia te- all, the <laughs> all the way um yeah i was born in taiwan grew up in malaysia and then moved to the us about 5 years ago to go to nyu whoop <laughs> no it's a great school it's a wonderful school um went to film school and then now i'm here awesome in la and in- we found on instagram guys so
1: like that just goes to show you can find people anywhere to connect with
2: and i just what drew, drew me to it were your colors the the your subjects, which I love the international vibe that you had on your page and your photos. So that is definitely why I reached out. Guys, you you. should definitely check out her page. Cause (laughs) yeah, and make some connections. I met up with her in New York, I think a year ago, was, no, it wait, how how was it ago? a year? That's gross, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a year ago.
0: Disgusting. What? I know.
2: <laughs> I know. And I'm like sweating here like I was sweating at our meeting in New York. It was like really hot. Mike, <laughs> where's the AC? Yo. Um, JK. But it it was, yeah, we were working on our Western. We were just talking about <laughs> it. It's been yeah. a lot, a long journey. Yeah. And we've come a long way, but nonetheless let's have some tea oh yeah um today we are sporting sensual seasoning celestial
1: i said essential <laughs> sensual seasoning. <laughs> oh dear what kind of um, podcast
0: is this again put <laughs> that chamomile <laughs> to work <laughs> in la
1: um
2: no we're doing honey vanilla chamomile on this super hot day <laughs> <laughs> just having guys, it's so wonderfully
0: refreshing. Love it,
2: <laughs> right? I know. I was gonna say, are you a tea drinker? Are you a coffee drinker? What What's your thing?
0: I absolutely love coffee, um but I never liked coffee until I moved to New York City. So I think it's like the city that kind of made it happen. Before mm-hmm. that, I was strictly just a tea person. Mm-hmm. Thank you, mom. Um, <laughs> same, same, but unfortunately now it's like I I don't know if I can function without. The black juice. yeah i hear you <laughs> every morning <laughs> yeah
2: right away
0: yep yeah but tea is great i mean it's good for you it's supposed to be more um it's like Hydrating. right before bed yeah. too you know good for the end of the day yes.
2: um but yeah i'm now i need i also didn't start drinking coffee till like a year ago so now i'm like i need it every
0: it's so bad day. it's so addicting and terrible
1: I mean, I think it's still better than like energy drinks. I know you're on that train too, Carolina, oh, but Red Bull all the way,
2: all the way. This is
1: not an ad. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no, no. But we're always like, hey, guys, you want to give us some free? Yeah,
1: product? we will totally ask uh, some Red Bull sp- if Red Bull wants Red to sponsor Bull, us. You know, that's
2: totally <laughs> fine. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. No, so tell us how. So you started nyu let's get let's take it all the way back like sure why why filmmaking what brought you there
0: yeah so um my family are very business oriented people (laughs) so (laughs) kind of all the way left wing there um Mm -hmm. and growing up i'm the only i'm the youngest daughter of uh three four three siblings of mine so youngest of the four only girl um, and obviously, my entire family kind of moved into business naturally, kind of mm-hmm. following my dad's footsteps. And we have a family business back home, so that was that seemed like the natural progression for me. But obviously, as the not over like you know super cliche black sheep of the family, um, <laughs> decided that the arts was where I had my passion. And I was a photographer for several years, doing a lot of fashion photography, fine art work in Malaysia and kind of naturally moved into film from there. Nice. And yeah, it was it's kind of funny. It's a very strange story filled with like weird twists and turns. Not to make my life sound like a movie or anything, <laughs> but um I had I was supposed to be doing um law and business um and but I just did photography as a hobby and the film teacher back then mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. kind of found me editing stuff after school. And he was like, why are you not in my class? Oh, my um, God. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. Um, later on, though, it, it was it became this weird, like, scandalous thing where it, it eventually turned into him kind of, like, weirdly hitting on me. Uh-oh. Which kind of really set my own expectations down. I really thought, yeah. like, oh, this mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, I'm not really that good at what I do. This is just because mm-hmm. he, they wanted something else from me. Um, but at the end of the day, I still pursued it and i loved it and my parents were so unhappy with me (laughs) when i first told them i'm dropping law um and business for this and they were not the most supportive at first but i think after really showing them how much i cared about it how how important it was to me and how i i feel that i how much i can do with it you Mm -hmm. know and so they finally let me just do the thing and move out here that's and it was awesome. my first time in the U.S. It was to go straight to NYU. Wow, mm-hmm. wow! And you've been pretty successful. I mean, your
1: parents should be pretty um, proud of you. She's award at this point. winning. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
0: award winning. And um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And a lot of it, I think, you trace back to you know, I guess, like the standards from a cultural standpoint. Yes. And I love that you showcase that because um, I re- I've I've met some other cinematographers mm-hmm. who are out here who come from a similar background mm-hmm. and. It's like a culture
0: shock in itself moving here. I oh, think for- absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. A lot that of them. That was so scary.
0: I- <laughs> New York City is terrifying in general, but com- like for somebody who's only known the U.S. from pop culture right? and coming all the way here being like, huh, so Gossip Girl's not really a thing. People <laughs> randomly <laughs> screaming at you on the street is... <laughs> Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, get out of my way. Oh, a lot yeah.
0: dirtier,
2: a lot meaner. Yeah. What what advice would you give to someone who is transitioning out here or wants to? Because I know that that is something it's it's
0: tough. It just yeah, overall tough. Oh yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where um I kind of just threw myself into the into the deep end mm-hmm. doing what I did. And I feel like and I tell this to anyone who asks me, like, how how would you start, you know, like really Really think about what this means to you. If if this profession is what you you know you need to almost have to want to do this, like mm-hmm. there's no other yeah. option for you. You need to have that burning passion inside you because there's so many things that are going to go wrong and there's so many obstacles that are going to be thrown in your path, especially if you're making a big move like this. And you just have to be ready for that. And you have to know that at the end end of the day, and you know, no pressure, guys. But end of the yeah. day, this is what you need to do with your life and that's what's gonna push you and carry you forward and you know with all the convictions and stuff because you guys know too we we mm-hmm. keep getting thrown like like curveballs you know, curve little- here right, and there yeah, yeah. and one hundred percent, you can't it's hard to bounce back from that unless you have to you have to yeah. do mm-hmm. this
2: yes exactly and would you say to those listeners as well that would they be pigeonholing themselves if they're trying to assimilate by not using the culture that they have. Like, I feel like a lot of them are scared to be like, well, I don't, I want to, I don't want to be known as like the Asian director who directs Asian films, but I feel like it's a more empowering story Mm -hmm. that they can tell from within because that's something, there's still a relatable aspect, right? Mm -hmm. There's still that human aspect Mm -hmm. that everyone's going to draw on, but not everyone's gone through like something you've gone through, right? Yeah. Assimilating into a country, the film industry, so uh, like, do you do you agree with that? Do you feel like what advice could you give to the, those people who are like, I feel like I have to be a certain way
0: to, to yeah. make it in this industry? I mean, honestly, I uh, had that problem when I first got here. I was very much like, how do I make myself as American as possible? You yeah. know, and it was a goal of mine almost to um, become that way. And because Hollywood, especially four years ago, had kind of like shaped what it means for you to be a successful filmmaker which is like you know white male Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and i was like how do i bring out my white male inside my body (laughs) um and for a long time you know i actually actively avoided hanging out with um other asians and i actively avoided you know just kind of being seen as uh the weird exotic girl that just moved from another country and It wasn't until, honestly, like the the last couple of years where the more I realized that um, there are ways to change Mm -hmm. mainstream media, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as you go about it, you just have to be smart about the way we do it. You know, the past year, Crazy Rich Asians and all these Mm -hmm. other films that have come out have really started to shift the way people see Asian people in Hollywood. And that was um, and even before that, I already started thinking you know we all have unique stories mm-hmm. so why am i trying so hard to fit in to s- other people's stories when i can just tell my own and be proud of it and it mm-hmm. took me so long to do that <laughs> thank you no, i love that yeah. That I, I feel like a lot of people
2: need to hear that yeah. who are trying to come
0: here and, and- it's okay you know it's okay yeah. that we're not um it's okay that we're not american it's okay a white that we're not man a white man. You... yeah it's <laughs> trust totally me fine. that gets
1: real boring real quick <laughs> i'm over it <laughs>
0: sorry to all my friends um but you know and especially as a dp you know especially working yeah. as a dp even as a director but especially in the camera department when it's so predominantly mm-hmm. male which it is it's like a bro fest in the camera and ge department <laughs> yeah. and i kind of love it you know I, growing up with three brothers really helped me with that i really Can connect to like a lot of the the guys i've become friends with and Mm -hmm. they all super respectful and i feel like it's just getting seen more and just knowing that you can do it and a lot of the things that make me sad are when i go home back to asia because the film industry there is not i mean southeast asia the film industry is not as big obviously you Uh know as other places and meeting a lot of um women who do want to become dps but when i talk to them about it they're like oh I mean, I just don't feel like I can. Mm-hmm. And that, like, really saddens me. So yeah. I, it's always like, you can do oh. it. I know yeah. it seems a little hard and impossible, but anyone, you can do whatever you want as long as you just really push forward with it. Yeah, yeah. Even meant, though they yeah.
2: see you're doing it, they're still that strong, I I can't be yeah, a part cause, of that. Yeah, because they
0: kind of accept that the culture back there is that women are not Because DPs. they're not coming mm-hmm. over here. They're exactly. there.
2: They feel like they can't break the grounds there. Exactly. Yeah? Uh-huh. So I always
0: have to, like, yeah so it's it's been a dream of mine, and you know that's kind of why rebel motion became what it is because I wanted to be a kind of bridge between um america slash international media and Malaysia, which is like a still very cool but very small Southeast Asian country mm-hmm. that not people not a lot of people know about. um I literally get asked if we live in treetops still <laughs> like if we have, tree <laughs> houses. so I feel like one of the like at least for me personally. Growing up and kind of being embarrassed about my culture and who I was when I was much younger was mainly because of media, like mm-hmm. ma- like not just movies and TV, but mostly advertising. Like, you know, there's this obsession with, um, especially in Asia, like, you know, seeing white faces and mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, that was uh, what we wanted to be like. So a lot of whitening creams and, you know, yeah, yeah
2: brightening masks, like yeah, face masks. Exactly. Yeah, and it was, totally. and a lot of
0: people just perceived, um, like, asians to be just not as pretty and that kind of prompted me to realize that um to change our perceptions of people of color and other cultures you just have to normalize them Mm -hmm. and the best way to do that is just to represent them in advertising and Mm -hmm. branded content because that's Mm -hmm. what we absorb every day right it's just ads and ads and ads so we start putting other like stories out there Mm -hmm. um about all types of people, all types of relationships, all types of sexualities, then eventually it'll become normalized instead of being like a taboo, like yeah. exactly like this... mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I never would have thought about it like that until you I mean it's so obvious, so obvious. but is like I love that that's the backbone to rebel motion. So how did you find your team? How did you find other people to join? Like, where was the fetus of all of this
0: created? So honestly, it started with me, and just having conversations with other female filmmakers and just mm-hmm. talking about oh what are the what is the kind of company we wish we could work for? You know it should be inclusive, it should be very inclusive and very like you know from uh, people with different backgrounds and from different places coming together and telling stories that other people couldn't tell because they haven't had the experiences that we've had. And we kept talking about it and talking about it. And through all the internships I was in during my time in college, I was kind of like, oh, none of these places that I've worked at is the kind of place I want to work at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I guess thank you to my uh, family and their entrepreneurial background. But it kind of hit me that like, if you can't find a place that you want to work for, why don't you make it? Yeah. Make the place that you want to work for. Exactly. And it kind of birthed from that. So me and a close group of friends just kind of coming together and doing the work but there were definitely challenges um obviously film is all about working with your friends but when you start a business it's kind of you have to kind of know where that line is and it's oh, yeah. difficult sometimes with friends to where do i cross the line or where do i mm-hmm. draw the line even um between boss and yeah you know coworker and friend and friend so that was definitely a struggle but um how, how many for, are yeah. you on the team right now right now we are two so Uh, we had a much larger group at first and i think i thought that's what we needed to be taken seriously so i was kind of like all right we have to recruit xyz right delegate more um but honestly at the end of the day it's like having um just people who believe in the vision and people Mm -hmm. who really want to do the work because they believe in it not because they're just getting paid to do it was so important to me and don't mm-hmm. get me wrong like all the people that left are still we're still friends mm-hmm. but um sometimes it becomes one of those things where our friendships would be better if we worked separately yeah, yeah. 100 so. percent.
2: yeah Tess and i weren't even like friends so it was it was a good t- good start for us they're, yeah we're still
0: not friends, That's really how we became friends. <laughs> yeah. we're
2: still not friends yeah like i don't even know her we don't talk where outside of this know, or fine. anything no <laughs> only at the podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is our weekly meeting. <laughs> hello um, I I think that's really important for people to hear we, we I think season one we touched on that like the importance of finding the right people to join the mm-hmm, team mm-hmm. and I love that I love that you don't don't feel pressure guys that you have to have like a huge team of 10 like working yeah, that, do, that does not mean and honestly, that's like paperwork. And logistics mm-hmm. that you really need to be sure you're up for in the yeah, grants game. Of course.
1: Yeah. I mean, me and Carolina have talked about this with them regard. We're like, you know, we want to find people that we love working with, and mm-hmm. we can continue to like bring on for projects. But we might just stick with the two of us for the team because at least that's the core what team, gets stuff done. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly, cause. exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Because I was, we want to find our go-to cinematographers, like I and editors that we can pair along with. So that way, you know, that and it don't just because it's from regard. guard. She's brought her lovely DP friend over here. That's a guy. <laughs> um, that doesn't mean we're excluding males. We love guys. Kick him out of the room. You know, <laughs> yeah, shun, shun. No, um, thank you for bringing her, her here today. You know, means so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that does not mean you got to go. Don't ever think you have to make things look a certain way to make yourself legit.
0: <laughs> and honestly, like, you know, it, it Lack of better terms. There, there are several sets I've been on where, you know, they really push for all female productions, which is super freaking cool. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I've done a few of those and I absolutely enjoyed my experience. But I also think it's empowering in a way to have women like head of productions, like, you know, as the, your core mm-hmm. um, people. But to also work with guys, because a lot yeah. of these things are like very, a lot of shoots like that are very like. No men allowed, and I'm yeah. kind of like
2: we're kind of against that.
0: But it's awesome <laughs> yeah. because yeah. you have then you find people who are respectful and and wonderful to work with, exactly. and uh, who yeah. respect you. And being a being a head of department, it's super cool, in my opinion, to have a team full of dudes. And I'm just there like calling shots, and they have to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know
2: <laughs> <laughs> work in the way. No, just kidding. We don't do that. No, that's that's not what happens. It's about
1: empowerment, not you know man hating. <laughs>
2: exactly, and I feel like that's. How like you can't expect to never work with a man ever again in your life, and like again, s- similar to the advertising, you want something to become a norm. Don't just like then create like inclusivity, guys. Right. That's exactly. what it's all about. Absolutely. Exactly. So I love that you said that too. Because um any more thoughts as being a woman in the industry that you would, I guess, advice to other women DPS because that's not something typical. Like. I feel like it's super hard here to to even break in. I think it's becoming a
0: thing. but It's it's becoming more normalized, Mm -hmm. which is great. And I think, you know, especially the past few years, oh my God, we've, like, you know, so much progress has been made, especially since the the Weinstein thing, um, (laughs) where women have more voice now and they're being seen more and heard more, respected more. Mm -hmm. And we've all worked so hard to make that happen. And I feel like, you know, we are so persistent and we're so we We face so much um discrimination already that we're I feel like we're we're we've grown a pretty tough skin, yeah, and I think that's so important yeah. to do that is to keep persisting and keep pushing and eventually your voice will be heard, you know it's not it's not something where you have you feel like you have to, and I did this too, where I feel like I had to kind of kowtow to certain things because mm-hmm. if I didn't do that, people wouldn't take me seriously um where had to make myself seem more like. Broey and like cool a cool yeah. girl instead of like a you know certain way but I don't know I feel like if, as long as you just push forward it'll, it'll work
2: and I feel like it shows too in your po- social posts like I even saw like that one dude that was such a jackass. Sorry, um, and was like, <laughs> oh, "Oh yeah, you're being too showy. Like, why are you using your body? To- you're not. You're what? Girls can't be in her like shorts and a tank top shooting. Like,
0: yeah, it was also the middle of summer in Michigan, so it was hundred something degrees outside. Yeah, actually, in that particular photo, I think I was wearing pants and a jacket and, <laughs> and like a bodysuit, so it wasn't even that showy. But he was. I remember that he. I was just kind I remember of standing this there, yeah, with the camera, I was like, what the? Yeah. with a walkie talking in my hand. I was actually just in the middle of talking to my G&E team about uh-huh. bringing units over, and someone snapped the photo, and I was like, "Oh, this is a cool like action moment." Yeah, and this guy's like, "You have your tits out! Like, how dare you? This is why people <laughs> can't take women seriously. I'm an advocate for women in film, and you are ruining everything." And I was kind of like, "Dude, if you want to see sexy." photos of me DPing, I have those. This is not one of them. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is the wrong photo for you to be commenting on. But at the same time, like who the fuck cares what you wear? As long as you can do your job. Like my my gaffer actually commented on that and um sorry, my key grip actually commented on that. And she's this like also incredible strong woman who's Mm. very, very good at her job and she was just like (laughs) You can wear a fucking penguin suit for all I care as long right. as you come to set, do your thing and make it look good. Exactly. And I was like Hell, why isn't that the precedent? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I know. I know that stuff like that just like blew me out of the water cuz I agree. I feel like I don't why do I have to wear a long sleeve shirt and long like jeans Were to be taken seriously? seriously? Excuse me.
0: And the worst thing is obviously throughout history that doesn't happen to guys. Right. I don't know if you guys no. saw there's a really great behind the scenes photo of of a uh, moment on Star Wars where the boom op was in his like fucking speedo because it was so hot on set holding the holding the mic yeah and everyone's like no look at this dude this photo. Yeah, and he's like look at this dude it's so funny that he's in a speedo but came uh, if i just wear a tank top and shorts suddenly i'm not professional like well, right right me? what excuse me what no is this double standard
1: exactly i so i mean hopefully that's the next wave of yeah. you know women in film is we're gonna Be there, first of all. We're going to be represented. And then we're going to be respected. And people aren't going to give a shit what we wear because that's not what's important.
0: There was a mini movement um, going on Instagram. I actually haven't caught up with it. I don't really know what's happening. But there's Mm -hmm. a female director who... um, Very accomplished, like TV director. And she posted a photo of herself in her bikini in the pool at a hotel saying, "Um, this is me right before I went to my pitch meeting for my TV show. This is what directors look like. You know, there's there's no... there's no need for us to feel like we have to look or dress or act a certain way to be, at least there shouldn't be for us. Right. to yeah. Right. Seriously. Yeah. And Absolutely. yeah, so that was cool.
2: I love that. Um, yes. Well, hunt that down after as well (laughs) well. and and give you guys all the deets because I think that's super important and like I am someone who's always like I want to express myself any way I can no matter what background I carry Mm -hmm. my religion Mm -hmm. like who I am what do I appear like I just want to be me and like I feel like that is something that you express through your characters your filmmaking everything and so then to be shunned by like little petty things like that gets me so irritated but that's a that's a Another.
0: That's a rat. <laughs> That's a rat for later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: but um, why don't you tell us a little, just to kind of in closing comments, words. Um, where do you see yourself moving, going to, growing? Like, yeah. What yourself, are your goals? What, what are, are your things goals you want to do? Excited about. And something maybe that like inspires you. Yeah.
0: Um. So I just recently wrapped a feature I was shooting this year, and it just premiered in Ohio. So. Uh, moving forward obviously you know you get your first feature done and that's <sighs> kind of what I'm looking to do I yeah. am however also trying to grow like my directing work it's been s- too long since I've made my short film from years ago mm-hmm. and it's something that I've been itching to move into so uh, in this industry a lot of people say you have to focus on one thing or another thing especially when it comes to skills and crafts and I really believed that for a while and I really struggled with like, do I want to be a DP? Do I want to be a director? Do I want a DP? Do I want to be a director? And inspiration-wise, um, talking to and conversing with people like Reed Morano, who has successfully done both, and incredibly so, and just been so good at everything she does, that's really inspired me to still pursue both. Mm-hmm. Do but, it. Yeah, but I yes. think like making time is difficult, especially when you're mm-hmm. juggling mm-hmm. these things and running a company on top of the head yeah whole we thing. don't know that life <laughs> not at all yeah so it, that's that's kind of the next moves yeah. um and so working on directing and developing more projects that i really love and care about Yay. and yeah so fingers crossed and obviously i want to become more bicoastal so um looking to come to la more often i used yes. to hate it honestly it was that like east coast versus west coast yeah. thing <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and i thought people here just had it too good like good weather good food excuse me like you're right next to the beach. How dare you guys not <laughs> suffer with us in New York City yeah. over the winter months. Hashtag All My New York Friends. Yes. Exactly. I hear you. But I think it's it's been good. It's been good to travel a lot recently, which good. I did. And I think that's that's what I can recommend anyone else to do, honestly. If you're in the film industry, get out there in the world, like travel, meet more people, meet more people. Did I say I saw I said people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> meet more people and see, see new things and experience new cultures and it really does like show you so much you know teaches you so much more about the world than you can yeah um, behind a screen yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. and tell our listeners to how they can find you my instagram handle is it's dot tan, um and my website is isabella com, and yeah that's about it i don't really i don't have a twitter anymore i think it's like i think since um since the last three years i've just escaped twitter it's yeah it's like this whole
1: i mean like we have one but I can
2: say, i'm like so i just share we post on everything it, else to
0: and that's it,
1: twitter and there
2: that's you go it. yeah that <laughs> works
0: but yeah mostly instagram um and my website and rebel motions website is yes. rebel-motion.com and our instagram handle is rebel underscore motion and yeah we're a woman-led production company as well in new york city and internationally and we love to do branded content and fashion films and music videos and that's my pitch (laughs) yeah so
2: guys if you are looking for someone like miss isabella tan do you like to be called by i call you bella but like
0: most of my friends call me bella isabella is just what my mom wants because she wanted me to be named after (laughs) the spanish queen for some bizarre Uh, reason um and mostly because people at my school um that i grew up in just Mm -hmm. couldn't couldn't pronounce my Chinese name. Oh, okay. So they told my mom oh. she had to give me an English name. So she's like, well, if I give her an English name, it's going to be a freaking badass one. Yeah, so, Isabella. <laughs>
1: Isabella. Yes. yes. Perfect. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming thank in guys. today. Guys, check her out on all the social media and the websites and all that. And we had a great time chatting. Thanks for coming, girl. Yes. Of course. And thank you, listeners. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Femme Regard Podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in next time for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals over tea.
2: We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and give us a five star review on Apple Podcast. If you leave us a great comment, we might give you a shout out on the show. For more on us, check us out at Famregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.